Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me, sitting right across the desk from me today, wearing a beret and a scarf and a Monsieur Marceau mime face, is Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? I come to Mike after I get out of box. <laughs> He's going... He's trapped in a box, and now he's going down an escalator. Uh, he's coming up an elevator, and he's going back down a staircase. Wow. He just can't stay put. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Uh, I guess I didn't really have to do all that, since nobody can see us. I liked it. The but energy it was good. there. It was method. It comes through. It comes through the recording. <laughs> Bonjour. Good. I would like to dedicate this episode to lipstick, which is very important <laughs> in the Dolly <laughs> I want to dedicate this podcast episode to mental health and draperies. <laughs> and if you can take a moment to so don't worry, be happy into a drape, then you know you're helping someone. That Bobby McFerrin, one of the greatest <laughs> psychologists on earth. Uh, of our time. Yeah. It's real girlfriends in Paris. You know, this show, I feel like we only have a few episodes left with it. I think yeah. we're probably never going to get to a second season. I don't think they were at BravoCon. I think Aja, Aja was. I feel like Aja went to it, but was she actually an invited guest? They better have let her in somewhere. I mean, who does that? If you're on a show on Bravo, they better at least, you know, a give you a free show. ticket or something. Yeah, like, do you want to promote your shows? So, no, it's no. Bravo. No, but they've tried. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can tell. I mean, the real girlfriends, I don't think they even got beyond being bartenders on Watch What Happens Live. They were bartenders. They weren't even guests on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Sad. Not cool, guys. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool. But anyway, you know, we will still carry the torch for this show for for while we have it. Le Lumiere. La Lumiere. La Lumiere. I don't know if that. I think that's torture. I mean, I love it. So. I love it too. I just, thanks for everything you're giving us, you guys. Yeah, thanks for teaching us about French culture and fashion. And also, I was like, they just gave a big old gift to Ronnie this week because they brought in Victoria's mom, and I was like, this is a Ronnie character. Oh, oh, <laughs> this God, is a Ronnie see. character. Hi, if I ever saw one. Wow, it looks like a clean New Orleans. <laughs> I was like, I was like, um, you know, if we had not had the like the images of you as Nancy DeBobo from Snapchat, I'd be like, this is Nancy. <laughs> this is Nancy DeBobo. And I like that Victoria is always like, yeah, me and my mom don't like really agree on things. And see, so I was always kind of expecting her mom to be kind of a snotty. <laughs> Like country club lady, I don't know yes. what I was picturing, but just to see her be so sweet, be like, "Honey," she's like, "Mom, fuck off, die, mom, God." Yeah, I thought the mom was gonna be like Mama D or even just Deandra or something like that, but then uh, it's just, it's just like, "Hey, honey, hey, I noticed they're all speaking Frenchy. You're just kidding. I know we're in Paris." 
I just got it French fries. Were those invented here? I never thought of that before. I hope you don't mind. I brought you a banjo. They wanted you to have it from church. God. He said no one had rhythm like your child. No. Now, I never said I was ever going to French kiss my child because that is amoral. But does that what they do call it here? Since we are in Paris. I kissed my daughter in Paris. Is that a sin? Is that a French kiss? <laughs> hey, where do they do the Emily movie? <laughs> um, yeah, so she was here, and I also had a thought about something else, but it has now it's suddenly gone. escaped me. Oh, it's I also gone. had another. It's gone. Well, guess where I'm going tonight? A cheesery. Wow. Because I'm going to celebrate this fucking show since nobody else will. <laughs> I normally do get a baguette these days because I I swear to God it's not even not a baguette I mean a croissant. croissant. <laughs> Sorry everyone that was so demonic. <laughs> <laughs> but I normally do because I honestly like one of the real joys of the show for me is I just love looking at Paris. It's so beautiful and I just want to like be like Anya and eating croissant Mm-mm. on the side. But I had a realization speaking of of Mama D etc. I was like. Anya is basically just kind of like an upscale Leanne Locken, right? She's basically, she's not a carny, but she's from like, like she's like a New York carny or something. She's like, I came from nothing and now I'm here in Paris and I'm just trying to organize lots of things together. She's basically trying to like. <laughs> it's just hands. Yeah. But they work quite well. <laughs> I did poop in a basket once. <laughs> but she's trying to like organize all these like um, high society things. But she herself is from like very humble outsider origins. And I was like, yes, she is kind of like similar. Yeah. Like a, like a sliding doors Leanne Lockett. She's a very fake it till you make it, but admit that you fake it, which I think is something new on Bravo, which yeah. I really like. But yeah, I can see that. But she looks kind of like a younger Deandra Simmons. I mean, it still all goes back to Dallas, right? Yeah. She's in everything, everywhere, all at once. Leanne Lockett. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, with that being said, let's dive into this. So, um, it opens up with Victoria and her and her boss Jenny at Jenny. Jenny's like Hi. so happy and like a little concerned that like maybe I've hired the wrong people for my brand and I'm just trying to keep the rage in and another phone call from my mom saying, Are you ever going to meet a man and have a child? And I say, No, mom, I'm following my dreams, which apparently isn't good enough for you. So yeah, let's channel that into picking out a fabric. Can we talk about the timeline? Because as you know, I'm really stressed. I need everything finalized by the first and if the first samples were better we would be in a better place but we're not in a better place because the samples weren't right yeah i guess that maybe victoria when you decided to get samples from craigslist in milwaukee i guess maybe that wasn't a good idea so oh i guess you have to sew all these things together victoria and Victoria's like, um, we were already supposed to receive these samples from our distributors, and they are far from being on par with what they need to be. <laughs> yeah, like, we're not going to show the people this whole new launch of Chloe Collette things that are going and that aren't going to be Chloe Collette, okay? They completely missed the mark on the fabric, the fit, and the designs. There could not be more things wrong right now. I gave up birthing children for this. <laughs> so I'm going to need to work this out. Okay? Well, now we're in like this predicament where I personally, babe, have to sew everything, babe, from <laughs> scratch, babe, to get it right, babe, because we're not going to go to a show with something that, with Chloe Collette's 
super famous important brand name on it if it's not perfect <laughs> babe well we need someone who can help so i want you to think long and hard which i don't do anymore because i completely gave up penis for this job <laughs> and i'm gonna need you to think long and hard for someone maybe from school from parsons not new york which is disgusting but paris who can help you <laughs> Listen, Lara's been giving me stink eye in the office all week long because I gave her your job or you gave <laughs> took her job. Whatever it is, I have to deal with her passive aggression right now. So take care of it. Okay, bye. <laughs> I love Jenny. She needs to be on it more. Jenny is just so tightly wound with that just smile. Her inner rage is so perfectly restrained. Oh, it's, it's my favorite thing ever. Um, so then we go over to um, <laughs> Emily's, Emily's house with uh, Emily making up some kind of a guest plate i'm not really sure it's like an open can of tuna fish (laughs) a bar of soap and a paper towel not really sure what she's going for over there i i kind of love this i mean one thing i do love about this show is it does remind me of being like 22 or 23 and trying to do fancy things and just failing time and time again (laughs) so she's trying to put together some little thing and then um like aja and anya are outside down on the street and they're like emily emily and when she comes to the door of the window, she's like, hi. And Asha's like, your door's broken. She's like, okay, I'm going to come on down. I'm going to come on down. She's like, Stop yelling. It's so American. Also, I have to say the show, you know, is really highlighting France's inability to fix windows and doors. <laughs> I mean, everything. is there anything that opens here? <laughs> I mean, I just imagine children all over Paris like, let me out. Let me out, please. <laughs> I mean, I've done Italian children, especially because they're used to working doors. I definitely feel like I've heard many stories about like a the French bureaucracy and b like the French service industry in terms of or not service, but plumbers, electricians, builders, (laughs) things like that. And how it's like basically going to war to try to get anything done with any of them. And you really see it on this show. You really like Casey is like a victim of the French bureaucracy. Well, herself, too. She's a victim of herself. But the French bureaucracy was not going to help her. (laughs) So Victoria and Margot are hanging out um, at Victoria's house, and Victoria's like, "Like we have to move er- like everything because like I have to like sew everything by hand, like with a needle made from one of my fingernails that I bit off because like I have sheer terror running through my veins, and like literally I'm doing everything by myself." There's like literally not enough hours in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcus like, oh, my little workaholic. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. <laughs> so, so now at the other household, so, so Aja and Anya and Emily are having brunch and it's like a disaster. Like <laughs> Anya's like, she's like, so did you heat up the bellinis? And I was like, you have to do that. She's like, Yes, you have to heat up your Bellinis. And Emily goes, is this caviar? And she holds up a baby tomato. It's like, that was a baby tomato, man. Okay, that's not, it's a plum tomato. I was just like, um, I think I'm going to give these glasses a little bit of a rinse. And he's like, oh, is mine dirty? Oh, yes, little black spots. And Emily's like, ah, that's hilarious. And then they try to cut the cheese with this, like, little, like, knife from the dollar store. And, like, the knife, the blade, like, bends backwards. And they're like, is this a switchblade? <laughs> 
And Emily really does laugh like Marge Simpson. She's like, meh, <laughs> oh, man. And the table is wobbling. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily's like, uh, yeah, the party was great the other day. Like, it was a perfect Anya party. Like, there were no dildos or strippers. So it was, like, perfect for her. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I mean, would you, could you even get find a stripper down there in Cannes? And so... And you think, not in January. <laughs> so then Aja's like, okay, real talk. Do you guys think that we'll be invited back to Cannes ever? And Emily's like, yeah, I thought that we were really civil. And I think that Margot probably appreciated it when I put paper bags up as drapes in the bedroom. <laughs> and Aja's like, yeah, but like the girl stayed without us. And I would like to have been invited even if I said no, because I really wanted to come see Alex. And she's like, yeah, I was just like a little rude. And then Victoria came up to us after hours and was like, by the way, I'm staying. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, normally you guys would stay too, but we couldn't afford the cost of the flight. And I was like, that's bizarre because you didn't even ask if we'd be fine to pay for our own flights. So basically production was paying for their flights, right? And then then they, it, was guess, like, it was like, if you want to stay longer, then you have to pay your way back. Yeah, because if Margot was paying for the flights and they're still complaining, that's kind of rude, you know? That's kind of funny, though, that like, here's Margot who spent her entire season talking about yeah it's just like really hard because like my dad just keeps buying me chanel bags and like it's hard to get forward in life when your dad keeps buying things my dad has the biggest art collection warden thanks prison warden (laughs) thanks prison warden anyway (laughs) oh my god let's go to my house in the south of france one of our many properties my dad used to own newspapers he actually owns the copyright on the term newspaper oh sorry i can't pay for your flight yeah (laughs) (laughs) we should go to my house in Cannes, otherwise known as my prison (laughs) My Do you want to prison. go to my summer prison? You guys want to go to summer jail? <laughs> <laughs> the refrigerator works there. So, um, uh, so Emily's like, yeah, I completely and a hundred percent agree. And you, she has that look on her face, like she's gonna immediately go tell these she other is. girls. Like you, you know? can tell she will. Yeah, she's like, guess whose side I'm gonna be on? Theirs, because guess who can pay for drapes? them so then Aja is like I just don't like being lied to and you know she understands that Margot and Victoria have been friends for longer but she's like but I thought the whole point of this trip was to bond all together it's like no you're on Bravo the point of that trip is for you guys to tear each other's hair out so then they're they're all completely <laughs> misunderstanding each other right because then we go over to Victoria and Marco and Victoria's like yeah, like, I really put a lot of effort into, like, hosting for Anya. And Margot says, yeah, like, I throw this fucking crazy shindig, and what do I get? I get you listening to them saying, Margot did this, and Margot did that. Like, we don't have specific quotes. <laughs> <laughs> but they were talking shit about us. But I'll tell you, if I did have a specific quote... And it had to do with mental health. I would be embroidering it into a slip dress right now. (laughs) And Victoria's like, yeah, they were talking about us laughing. And then we see the flashback. We see the flashback. You two are such idiots. Okay. She was not making funny for you at all. She's like, you know, I said champagne. And then she said, that's my second favorite kind of pain. And then I was like, what? Pawn? Because I thought she meant bread, like pawn. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, bitches. I hope they 
die in their sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think that Victoria is used to being like the cool girl, like the popular one in the center of things. And she heard people laughing and she wasn't part of it. And she heard her name through the wall. So she just automatically like her insecurity in that moment of like her position in life being totally upended just made her go like bonkers. And that's what this is. And she also made it sound like they were parting without her all night. Like they just said, go to bed and they were parting, but they were sleeping in the same room laughing before bed. Like what? <laughs> Come on now. So Victoria tells us it was painful. Cause like these girls are becoming like my family. And you know, when she wants pity, she like, <laughs> she does family. this like pity face. Like mm-hmm. she tilts her head and nods. She's like, yeah. So it was like, having family turn on you and laughing at you behind closed doors and that is the worst way you could laugh at anybody i mean door open is still mean but closing it whoa hold on i'm getting a call from my mom who's part of my family not now mom i don't have the time i'm on tv i'm on television (laughs) family am i right (laughs) Uh, so she's like yeah like it was equivalent like something we had done something super wrong and Margo's like yeah you know what it's just a bummer that that's the outcome of this weekend <laughs> yeah so Emily's Emily is saying hey but guys like why do you think they felt the need to lie and Aja says well I think that Victoria did that on her own like she probably didn't want to be confrontational because she thought it would be easier like people white lie all the time to preserve people's feelings but she's just sort of like went about it the wrong way honestly it is like so important to me that every kind of relationship or friendship has honesty. And if it's a silly lie, then what are the other lies? I don't love that. There's a lot of lies. <laughs> little, little lies. That's my new HBO series. <laughs> Tiny little lies. So, so <laughs> I'm just like, I'm too old for this. Actually, I'm not too old for this, but my fashion style is. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about being, you know, disregarded by the other girls and having their feelings hurt like it's in high school. And she's got a broken egg on her shirt. <laughs> That's her shirt. <laughs> she I have egg on my egg. face. <laughs> or actually on my brooch. I got egged on the way over here. And I like Emily saying, it feels like I'm back in high school. I'm like, you're 22 and you have a knife that's so cheap it bends backwards when it touches Brie. <laughs> so now we go to... Oh my God, hold Sonia. on. Let's give this scene some respect. Thank you, please. We're going to fucking Sonia Raquel. Sonia Raquel. It's wow. fucking fashion week, as <laughs> Kelly Kelly Catrone used to say. It's fucking fashion week. One of my biggest regrets is that Kel on Earth came out before Watcher Crappens ever existed. Because, man. That was amazing, Kel on Earth. Cry outside. <laughs> just like <laughs> the, just the best version of all of this. So wonderful. So, Sonia Fucking Raquel. Mm. And we see Emily in a showroom and she has like a a tape measure out. And it looks like at first we don't know what's going on, so it looks like she's using a tape measure to measure hems. <laughs> I just started to laugh. <laughs> Cause she's like, uh, oh, tape measure. And she's like she's like measuring a hem. And then she's like measuring the windows. And I was like, what B-roll are they capturing right now? <laughs> and we think this is just like a little scene of Emily at work, right? <laughs> 
So she's like, well, I'm measuring here and I'm going to like do draperies because like no draperies does not sit right with the daughter of an interior designer. And look at this doll cozy. Look at this. Because she's talking on the phone to What's, Anya. Well, she's FaceTime with Anya and this is so obnoxious. She she gets on with, with, with Anya and she goes, oh my God, you're in a closet too? So am I. <laughs> Anya is in her like negative three square foot, you know, apartment closet. <laughs> Closet with like all these like jackets like surrounding her head, and sh- and Emily's in the Sonia fucking Raquel showroom and be like, I'm in a closet too. You Me fucking and you bitch. The same kid. <laughs> you fucking bitch. But also, what designer walks into a completely white <laughs> showroom that looks gorgeous? I mean, at least the architecture of it, and it's like, you know what you need curtains. Like, no, you don't. My mom has an interior design company in New Jersey. You need drapes. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> okay, so. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So she's like laughing. And then we go to Margot, who is with her friend Maria, oh. who's going to basically do everything for Margot's business. Yeah, And Margo's like, so should I start or should you start, Maria? We should talk percentages because, like, you're definitely part of this brand. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, so here's this and this. And Margo's like, well, I got to figure out colors because it's going to be the death of me because I love colors so much. You know what I love? Colors. <laughs> <laughs> and Maria's like, well, we have to choose fabrics first. And she goes, but we chose silk <laughs> yeah no no babe there's different kinds of silk oh hard this colors hard. color colorful silk because i love color and i love <laughs> silk with color there's lots of silk i need to like i need time to digest this there's like a lot of i need to sleep can i take a nap here you know you do mind <laughs> so she tells us oh this is funny too she describes her history with fashion. She goes, all of my like late adolescence and early 20s, I was very tunnel visioned on working in fashion. I was like, late adolescence and early 20s? Like, so when I was like 11 and 12, and then again when I was 21, <laughs> I stopped being tunnel visioned when I was a teenager. Unless she, unless Margo's considering her teenage years her late adolescence, which is hilarious Well, was to she me. saying she worked in fashion? No, or? she was tunnel visioned in working in fashion. Oh my God. So you weren't even working in fashion? Because at first I thought, she, I thought she said she was working in fashion. And I was like, you were? Since well, when? She did, well, but she, she wasn't. She was just thinking about it that whole yeah, time. Yeah. like I was totally tunnel visioned and wanting to do something. Being a 13-year-old who is just tunnel visioned about fashion. Like, I watched Devil Wears Prada so many times. But then she says she did intern. And she, she goes, like, I entered more and more and more. I just started to hate the industry. Because guess what? I work for someone who didn't like color. <laughs> I couldn't be like that. I always said, if I ever go back into fashion, it's going to be because I created something myself. It's like, oh, okay. You're, you're, you're <laughs> or you okay. said, I like, or I like that sketch. Make it. <laughs> I love people who don't work in fashion. They're like, the only way I'm ever going to work in fashion is if I'm the designer. Like, fashion takes no work. Yeah, to get like, to that like you point. don't have to like work your way up there. Yeah. So she goes, you know what? Like, I definitely think this is an idea 
that I'm gonna stick with. I love that kind of motivation. I think this is possibly maybe the idea that I could possibly tunnel vision stick with. Maybe. I'm gonna tunnel vision that. I think a slip dress that's a color and made of silk is something that I'm gonna stick with. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. So Maria's like, oh, look at this. See, this this one is uh, stretchy, you see? And she's like, oh my god. Okay, here's what we have to do. We're gonna have to like try stretchy, but then also not stretchy, and we'll see which one is better. <laughs> well done, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, yeah. I'm proud of you. I think I'm that's, just proud as hell. I think that's a whole the whole spectrum there. She's like, yeah. Even though I went to university for fashion, there's no other person I could think of that would be better person to collaborate with than Maria. Because she just draws things, and I say yes, and she gets it, because I'm the rich one. Okay, so, Maria, I want to do, like, ankle-length mini-minis. And then I want to do, like, classic 90s shape. Like, I want people being like, oh my god, Monica. Like, seriously. (laughs) And then, like, something to do with mental health. Because, like, small embroideries, maybe. That have, like, a saying of some sort, like... Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> I literally let out the biggest laugh when she said that. Like, I mean, yes. I was tr- I'm trying here, Margo, okay? <laughs> I'm trying with you. No, something with mental health. Like, hang in there. And then maybe can you embroider, like, a paw? Because it's like a cat hanging onto your slip dress. You know, I was going through a really hard time. Until I found a slip dress. <laughs> so, don't worry, be happy. I Changed was- my life. I was sitting there on the curb, my feet in the gutter, the slop water going over my ankles, and I was thinking, what am I doing with this life? And as I looked down to see where my tears were flowing, they just landed on a little embroidery that said, chin up. And I thought, yeah, my life has changed. Yeah, one time my cat died, and I didn't think I was ever going to get over it. And I looked down at my dress and it said, hang in there, which actually depressed me more. All right, Maria, we're going to need to to rethink these things. (laughs) I actually have a cat allergy, so I'm allergic to that motivation. (laughs) Think of a cat poster. So then Anya's apartment. So she's working and uh, her little dog, Zsa's watching. And uh, she's talking to some co-founder of some company, right? So like she's obviously Somebody named Letitia. So it's some fancy company. And she's like, hello, uh, am I up you, darling? And she's like, okay, well, thanks for hopping on a call with me. I know I shared on my email how the brand could have an opportunity with these lifestyle, food, art, people, dog, plate, knife, amusement, shawl, (laughs) carport events that I'm putting together. (laughs) Everything is at stake if Maison Firestone event doesn't turn out as I hoped. Because my job as an art curator is to decide what art, what food, what plates, what carrots, <laughs> what baby carriages, which what light giraffes. bulbs, giraffes, light bulbs, giraffes that can screw in light bulbs, how they all go together. For this immersive home experience. And so the lady's like, well, you know, our artists are core of the brand. She goes, oh, yeah. Well, another point beyond creative is getting the right people in front of your consumers. Are you interested in coming in as a sponsor and providing table settings. <laughs> She's like, uh, for free, uh, grab the, 
Uh, how do you say amateur in French? Oh, that's easy. It's actually just amateur. Yes, yes. Uh, listen, well, we discussed with the press office and the designer, and honestly, the timing is so short and definitely not the right one for us. Uh, so, you know, I explained what this was, and then, you know, I said, it's silly American girl. And we all laughed. We all went, wah, wah, wah. And then we said, should we do it? And then laugh at her. And we thought that would be funny too. But we said, no, 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 let's. Let's just laugh at her behind her back. Uh, was that actually something that I heard behind you? Oh, I'm sorry. I have you on speakerphone. Okay, stop <laughs> laughing. Stop laughing. Olivier, stop that. <laughs> She's listening in. She got it. Okay, I guess we can just laugh. Who cares? <laughs> uh, one of them is running around right now with boobies drawn on the front of his shirt. He thinks he is hilarious. I'm very sorry. Hold on, hold on. Catherine Deneuve wants to say something to you. Hold on. Hello, Anya. This is Catherine Deneuve. We are so proud of you. Oh, my God. I cannot believe Catherine Deneuve herself is listening in. Oh, you're so stupid, American. Oh, God. We could do this all day long. What I meant to say is Catherine said Deneuve. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's like, okay, so I take it that you will be at the next event, then you want to do it next time with more advance? Okay, well, thank you very much. And so she calls Aja and she's like, well, I'm a little overwhelmed. I just spoke to a brand and they said that January is too soon. And I, look, I know we said you could help me a little bit. I have a list. And if you're available to help me reach out to contacts, that would be great. <laughs> And Asha's pretty much like, well, you know, I did just quit my job, which we didn't actually tell tell you guys about that. But look on BravoTV.com for the lost footage. Yeah, for I was real. Like, what? what the hell? Also, I was like, I was also thinking, how funny is it that none of them even bother FaceTiming Casey? <laughs> like, they don't even do like a perfunctory. Well, she's a cast member. Let's see what she's doing in Los Angeles. And we haven't heard anything. Like, how have we not seen Casey phone footage of like, <laughs> I'm back home, which is like. <laughs> crazy and I'm like trying to figure out this passport thing <laughs> they just are like bye, yeah. bye. <laughs> they didn't even do something like and I thought maybe I could hire Casey so that way she could get a visa to come back to Paris like nope nope, nope. Just she's gone. in LA yeah. so then um, we see the camera goes down to Anya's shoes and her high heels are little lipsticks yeah her stilettos so then um, we go to Victoria and she's like she's with her friend Charles and she says I'm so grateful my friend Charles jumped on a train we <laughs> <From> bonded Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> we're different than everyone there but like we bonded over our love fashion you thought i was gonna say cheese didn't you but it was no, fashion it's like fashion. it was sometimes we'll make fashion out of cheese but it's like i don't have time to talk about that because i'm doing literally everything <laughs> yeah and i'm so excited for my mom to get here babes but like because like mom has never able to visit me when i was in parsons and like she almost didn't make it to like my gra- my graduation not that i'm like holding anything against her because I love my mom but we definitely had our ups and downs in the past and Charles was like yeah everyone has struggles ups and downs the past and she was yeah but like I pushed my mom out of my life and I'm like her own child and like she definitely built her life around me like she makes comments like all my friends have babies and like I still could have a baby or like find a donor or something and he's like because are you ever gonna shut the fuck up like she doesn't stop yeah he literally literally goes he goes 
the future is now. <laughs> you know, he was like, I don't know. I'll just say something like that. I saw it on a slip dress. <laughs> she just never stops. She's like, yeah, well, most of the people from my town, they're like still there. But like I moved to Paris. So definitely different than them, which is like nuts. They love things like. Fritos and they love things like Red Lobster, but the things that I love is fashion. <laughs> so I had to go. There was no one there that I bonded with over cheese. You thought I was going to say fashion, <laughs> didn't you? Over my hometown, when they get mad at people, they throw Cheetos on someone's head. But like, I like to do pomfrites, so I had to come to Paris. At home, they love Cheetos so much, they voted one as president. <laughs> that was surprisingly political for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's like, so are you going to tell your mom you're dating girls? And she's like, um, like, that causes anxiety, because like, my mom was so devastated by my divorce, and one of her dreams is to be a grandmother, and like, I don't want her to feel like her dream is taken away, but it just might look different than the dream you have. <laughs> and then the doorbell, he's like, <laughs> she like gets startled, and here comes her mom, and it's Terry. I made it. I made it. God. Victoria goes. Did you see Paris on the way over here? I'm like Victoria. You're in Paris. You're I think in she saw it. Paris. She saw it. Yeah. The mom's like, boy, did I? You know what it reminded me of? A clean New Orleans. And boy, there were a bunch of sex shops. There was pizza, sex shop, more food. Sex shop, roller skating rink, sex shop, sex shop, sex shop. I said sex shop in between a sex shop and a sex shop. How I many? Where's the zoning? They have a giant penis right in the middle of the city, just sticking right up. You can see it from everywhere. Mom, that's the Eiffel Tower. Well, you could have fooled me. Big deal though if I ever saw one. Oh, excuse my language. I mean, it's even leaning. <laughs> Mom, that's not even in Paris. <laughs> I mean, did you see that giant cathedral there? They got two penises propping up a big sideways penis. And I saw it on the news. It caught on fire because it was so unholy. I saw a big long car even shaped like a penis. Mom, that's a bus. <laughs> well, still, it's a penis on wheels is what I call it. And you ever see that river right through the middle of Paris? They got penises going right down it. Mom, those are the bateau mouches. Well, I never seen a penis you could float on, but you know what? I never been to Europe. Never I saw either. about a hundred people walking down into a vagina, an actual <laughs> vagina. Those are the subways, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> now did you see that one boxy building that had a penis going up the side of it like a little escalator but it was a penis mom that was the Sandra Pompadour <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and what about that one penis that was so bendy it goes from one side and goes all the way over to the other side and you could walk right under it that's uh the Arc de Triumph mom <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Um so Victoria's like, oh, it's funny how like out of everything my mom's my mom is noticing, it's mainly just like sex shops. Yeah, she's horny. I'm sorry when I'm done. I'm I'm uh, looking up penises now. That's all I can think about. I'm like, hold on, let me take a minute to look up some penises. Well, all the men carrying penises down the street. <laughs> Mom, those were baguettes. Although that, to be fair, that's probably the closest you've come so far. 
That's a bit close. Oh my god, it's a talking penis! Mom, this is just my friend Charles. Like, now you're just seeing penises everywhere. <laughs> so, um, she's like, yeah, Charles. Well, when she was uh, at my mom's one weekend, she said, Mom, I just, if I'm going to make a career out of this, I got to go to a fashion school and I want it to be the best. Mom, schools and Parsons. And then she said, no, mom, guess what? Parsons is in New York. And then she said, guess what? Parsons is in Paris. I mean, could you imagine? Just fell on the... You couldn't have woken me up by slapping me in the face with a penis. <laughs> I mean, at first, it was bad enough that I thought she was going to that city full of queers and queer buildings. And then she had to do the European queers. And I thought, wow, this is going to be quite a journey for me. <laughs> She's like, well, she was a single mom raising me. So, like, I really want her to feel that every single sacrifice was worth it. You look amazing, mom. She's like, well, thank you. And guess what? You're going to look just like this when you get older. <laughs> and Charles was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> So now we go to Anya's apartment. And she's there with Aja. And um, they're going to, like, they're going to, like, work on this Maison Firestone event and Aja didn't even bring her computer which was very Casey of her so um, uh, yeah so because Aja quit her job so she's going to do this and so we find out that the Maison Firestone event is going to be in a townhouse and the vineyard is going to be I guess the, the wines can be provided by Kristen and Fred who we met a few episodes ago and finalizing the chef etc and she's just talking about all these things that she wants to have there well, I mean my god so this Aja's like okay you know, what can I help with? And she's like, okay, well, I have to finalize headcounts. I need to find a chef. So I'd love you to find a catering company and a staff. Oh, is that all? That's it. <laughs> in that in Paris, which will be totally easy to do. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And then is she that says, all you need. And she goes, the art is going to be Dali. And it's very sexual and food-based. And there's a connection between the two. I'm going to work with the chef to create surrealist-inspired meal based off of Salvador Dali and these specific works. I'm like, listen, what you do is you make a bunch of pancakes and you hang them off the side of the table. And you say, there it is. Melting clocks. <laughs> Done. Oh, so Aja's like, okay, so what about paying? What What is that? Like, what about a payment plan? And she goes, oh, well, I take a percentage of everything that is sold, so I can give you a 10% fee. I'm like, 10% of 10% of the three <laughs> lipsticks you're going to sell? 10% of 10% of $10? <laughs> Congratulations, you two. Uh, so now we go to Sonia fucking Raquel. And it's uh, Emily's there, and she 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 does that thing where she knocks. Uh, she's like, "Hi, can I come in?" Because her uh, her supervisor Leia is sitting at her at her desk in her office. Of course, the cameraman's already in there, so Leia's already like, "Oh God, the fucking American twit's gonna come in here and talk about probably something this stupid is like hilarious." Drippers. Yeah, and she's like leaning on her desk, looking like, "Okay, come in." You know, come in, stupid fucking American again. <laughs> so Emily comes in, and she's like, "Can I come in?" I just let you in, didn't I? Come in. <laughs> sit down. Can I sit down? For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Merde. Uh, 
So she's like, well, seeing the pieces in the showroom, they're so beautiful. And like, I have so many, many that I just want to try on. Leo's like, no, you say that every day. No, I'm not don't. falling on this. For is this is not for you. I see you with that stupid yellow tape measure in there. What is it? I'm embarrassed we even let you walk in here. Please do not. <laughs> so Emily's like, okay, so I want to ask you. So I've been working here for a few months and I love your showroom. Your showroom is so pretty um but i felt there's something missing and i was like it's the drapes <laughs> this room needs a beautiful draperies and i think the showroom will look beautiful with something like this and she shows her a picture and it's just sheer <laughs> it's just sheer yeah. and she's like yeah it's gonna be sheer and minimalistic and she keeps saying things like well, you know, I come from an interior design family. <laughs> well, that's like, a tough one. Coming like up House with of shears, Gucci, you know, white shears for a sheer room. <laughs> and Leah's like, uh, "Well, maybe we can see different materials, fabrics." And she's like, "If this works out, this could be the starting point I've been searching for for my to bring my mom's business to Paris." <laughs> so she's just staring at her, and she's like. What do you think? <laughs> and the lady's like, well, the showroom, it's a small. It's why we don't have everything set up perfectly because it's temporary. You know, uh, Would you like to put a uh, share in U-Haul? Uh, do you like this? This is what it is. So, but if we are going to do it, we need to do it quick for sure. Maybe tape some paper over windows. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> How about we just put drapery over you? And that way everything looks like it has draperies on it for you. It's like, well, what I could do, I could order samples of different shears, and then we could see how it looks against the showroom. She's like, uh-huh, yes, this is how you do. Okay, oh my god, I'm so excited! Oh, thank you so much! Thank you so much! <laughs> no, thank you for showing Sonia Riquel, the fashion house and tastemaker, what actually looks good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, American. Thank you for showing me what this is. Curtain. Wow. <laughs> draperies. What a wow. concept. I can't believe we never thought about it when we intentionally kept no draperies up. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh my God, she really takes this and runs with it. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Aja and Anya are walking into this very large department store and meeting this guy named Ubel. He's in a long fur coat and he's got shaggy blondy gray hair. I he's love like, oh, him. Welcome, mon chéri. Welcome to the store. <laughs> and he sees Anya and he's like, ooh, la, ooh, la, la. Back to the 60s. Ah. And she's like, oui, oui, yes, bien sûr. And she goes, oh, you're American, are you? And she goes, I'm a New Yorker. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm yeah, so sorry. She says, no, I'm a New Yorker. I'm not an American. <laughs> oh, I'm a New Yorker. I get it now. Yeah. I get it. It's like, all oh, my apologies. And I'll just says, yeah, Huber is uh, my friend's, no, my, my fr friend's dad's friend. And he has a creative design agency that works with amazing brands. And so, like, he was behind the design of one of the biggest department stores in Paris. So... Yeah, so we're here. So uh, Anya's just like, she's like, as an experiential art and brand marketing expert myself, who has a degree from the Anya Firestone, <laughs> University of Anya Firestone, <laughs> I find this building spectacular. But honestly, it is. I like wanted, I 
wanted to be in that building so badly. It looked so amazing. Like my bougie little heart just wanted to run through that place. Yeah, it did. And the railings are all kind of this ornate. They look like vines made out yeah, of metal. Like an art nouveau. And he's like, you know, you put the vine up here, but you also put it here because in the middle is the garden of the beauty of the things you see. And she's like, oh my God, the way that he took vines and then said it was like a garden. I mean, I want to give him an honorary degree. Do you mind? Excuse me. Do you mind if I set up a table in the middle of the store and then tell people everything here is for sale? Because it already sort of is. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just make a dolly face? Just make a dolly face. Could you play some uh, Dolly Parton, actually? Do you have her here? We'll just, just make it a whole theme. He's like, actually, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Dolly Parton comes down the escalator. <laughs> Hi, girls. I'm Action American, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> that would be... <sighs> so... Um... He's like, he's like blowing about the store. Like, oh, look, we not only sell golf ball, we also sell dress, you know? And she's like, Hubert understands how food design, fashion, child rearing, swim lessons all work together. He's very charming. <laughs> and Asha goes, yeah, there's like an upscale Walmart. And he was like, good day, ma'ams. <laughs> Madame. So, uh, and then there's like, they go, they walk by, by a display of La Bouche Rouge, which La is some sort of lip, lipstick. And she's like, oh, I've actually pitched them to be part of the Maison Firestone event. And uh, we're still waiting on their personal essay for AFU, but we're, we do anticipate admission. Oh. I do experimental art events and the theme is Dolly. So I'm working with Dolly. And because lips are such a big part of it, I said, Let's have Flubbush as part of it to do an immersive experiential experience with them. And he's, he's like, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is an experiential experience with lipstick? <laughs> okay, everybody, have that little caviar and then we're putting on lipstick. <laughs> I know. You try wine and put on lipstick. <laughs> so then she says to him, she's like, well, to say thank you for giving us this tour of your beautiful store, I would love for you to have a tour of the Louvre for me. And he's like, oh, thank you. I'm like, you think this man has not been to the Louvre? He is rich <laughs> as fuck, and he's also French. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he really needs you to explain the Louvre to he needs him. He needs the 29-year-old American girl to be like, and this here is the Mona Lisa. But congratulations for everything you did today. I would like to honor you with the chance to be part of the Anya Firestone Experimental Experience of Experiences. Are you interested in singing? Because AFU does offer a quite good acapella. <laughs> we have many acapella groups on campus. <laughs> Very popular singing 80s songs. They take on me. Anya acapella. Some people do call it AA, but I'll tell you what. No one drinks. <laughs> It makes it easier to run a class. So um, now we go to Victoria, and there's a girl modeling, and uh, Jenny's there, right? I think Jenny's there. <laughs> Jenny and like... so Victoria's like, oh, we should pin the skirt to her. We should pin it, right? And Charles is like, yeah, I think we should just do the skirt. So he starts, and she's like, there's 48 hours until we debut the collection, babies. And Jenny's like, 
Hi. Oh my god. So this is why you decided to take the sewing machine home. I guess you could have just done this at the office where you'd have more resources and I wouldn't have to come down to your shitty little place. But, you know... Here we are. Are you hanging in there? Unlike every man I've ever dated because I work too much. <laughs> you know, I saw this slip dress hanging out of a dumpster the other day and it said, don't worry, be happy. And I thought, easy for you to say slip dress. God, I wish I were slip dress sometimes. My mom went sightseeing and I really wish I could be there with her, but there's just so much work to do and I think she's having fun. She just sent me a picture of a dog being walked and said, look, someone's walking a penis. So, <laughs> Oh, wait, here's another picture. It's her. Oh, she's at the Louvre, just like Anya recommended. And she said, crazy museum. They have a penis tip coming right out of from the ground in the middle of the courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Jen, Jenny's like, oh my God, I love your work. It is amazing. <laughs> but she says it in that way that she, I don't, I don't believe anything. She says it Jenny in a, just, she, she seems to hate everything. I can't understand Jenny. She says it in a way of, I'm going to have to close down this label. Don't, I, I know I have to close this down because this is so shitty that the only thing left for me to do is just be positive. Otherwise I'll have a mental breakdown. <laughs> yes. That is <laughs> like that's all I have call. left. All I have left is that. And she's like, so model person, do you feel comfortable? You know what? I don't like this dead center. Okay. Oh, I can re-sew it. No, I meant her belly button. So can we get something done about that? Really throwing the clothes off. Well, I, there was something I thought that Jenny was being passive aggressive here because she goes, no, I don't want her to show too much stomach. I don't want it to go up too high because to me, when you show that much stomach, it starts to look slutty, you know? And meanwhile, like every outfit that Victoria's worn all season long is basically like a crop top. <laughs> yes. And everything she's designed is. It's everything right. is to like show like navel and stomach. And so Jenny's like, yeah, because if you show too much stomach, you just look like a brazen hussy walking around Paris waiting for Gerard Depardieu to call you into his limo and bring you to the hotel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, so Laura's like, oh my God, literally less than a week ago, this was all just a pile of fabric. Fabric! It was a pile of fabric, guys. Wow. Wow. I wish I could have helped, but I guess I was just putting out all those fires that Yoann started because you hired him. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Can't wait to talk to my mom about that. Victoria's like, um, I just couldn't be more grateful for the team, guys. So then uh, they bring in the next model, and she's got like a skirt and a crop top type top. And it looks like ripped paper. I guess that's what they're going for. And Jenny's like, Mmm, it's gonna be so stunning <laughs> when somebody talented shows up to finish it. That's gonna happen, right? I'm blown away by how inadequate this is. Great. <laughs> so, I'm so happy I didn't have children to be embarrassed of their mother right now. <laughs> you know, I spent all those years avoiding spawning because I thought, man, that's going to be so many years of embarrassment and shame. Little did I realize I could experience that right now looking at what you've made. <laughs> and still feel so alone. <laughs> Thanks, Victoria. <laughs> so alone. So now we go to Aja's apartment where she's cuddling with Alex on the sofa. And it's just like a little scene where we just see them cuddling, basically. And it's like she's like, oh, you're basically moved in. And you want to, be my, want to talk to my landlord? And Margo's fabric shopping with Maria. Maria's like, no, but no. 
but no <laughs> but i like this color she goes oh god this so this color is so bridesmaid it's like it's very like bridesmaid never the bride you know <laughs> always bridesmaid never the bride and marco goes fuck you that's like my vibe <laughs> <laughs> it's colorful and silky so now we go to back to Anya's house and Anya calls Matthew and she's like, Matthew, are you at the Ritz? Are you at the Ritz right now? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And she goes, La Bouche Rouge just called. They're on board for the Maison Firestone event. We got La Bouche Rouge. Did you notice the painting of her and Matthew sitting at a fancy bar, which I think is the Ritz? I mean, They're it like, must be, right? Because that's really her thing. She's with like, this. we have met at the Ritz. <laughs> We're going to have a painting commissioned of us sitting fancily at the Ritz. Like, you know, she went just down to one of those caricature people. Yeah. It's like, make it <laughs> us, but at the Ritz. I will pay you with Ritz crackers. Yeah. <laughs> she's a character. She's so, kid. I love her. I, I love her. So then, um, yeah. So then she starts talking more about lips and lips. When creating lips. an event based on surrealism, so much is about the lips. I really needed the company who knows lips. The boosh whoosh. It's like, okay, you're, you're going to need to start calling some other people. Because right now, it's it looks like taco and lipstick. Night. <laughs> I know. Okay? She's like, I have invited seminal 80s group of the one-hit wonder Funky Town. Please welcome Lips Incorporated. Thank you. Lisa Rinna might stop by the event. <laughs> And we will be showing the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mainly so that way we can have the logo up. Uh, Victoria's mom is just going to be like, God, even a whole event around little lipsticks and vaginas. <laughs> oh, mom. This literal lipstick. town. So speaking of which, well, no, I'm sorry. Now we go to Emily's apartment where she FaceTimes her mom, who's also named Victoria. And Victoria's like, it's crazy right now. Stores are on back order. Materials are hard to find. Travertine more expensive than you've ever seen before. God, New Jersey. Thank God I've got a fainting couch here. Because I literally fainted on it. I mean, ridiculous. And Emily's like, well, you're about to get busier. The mom's like, oh God, what did you do? Are you in jail? What happened? I know. Well, I did something. Well, you know how I told you that. Sonia Raquel has new office space in the eighth. Well, I pitched us having pro- to having us produce the draperies. She's like, "Great job, baby." Uh, so what do we got? Like four or five months to get this all organized. What are you thinking? <laughs> We've got about six years to hang drapes, right? But she does make it sound like. You know, that office building, I just got it. It's like, uh, you got three windows in a tiny (laughs) little space. Yeah. Uh, So she's like, oh my God, they're just like, let's do it. Right, mom? And she tells us, I came into this internship as a fashion intern. And now, somehow, (laughs) I am approved to do the draperies to Brazilia Raquel's entire office building. But wait, mom. They want it all finished and draperied within the next two to three weeks. <laughs> it's like, it's three windows. I think, what, does that take like Hanging two hours? fucking curtains. Oh my God. Did you do those yourself? Oh my God, in this office? These? No, we called the task rabbit. But guess what? It took about 45 minutes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, uh, shears. I, they're even shears, man. They are. They just actually are shears. You're amazing. So You're amazing. You are up at that. So Emily is... 
by the way, we like we got like uh, nice shades for, for one room. We did the shade store. It took two hours. Yeah, no, well, you know, I'm saying we're like, saying that's like, it like we really need proof that you don't need three weeks. I know. Out. We're like, listen, call the shade store. <laughs> so what? Who cares? Call the shade store. I don't see what's going. on. I'm like Jill Zara now. Okay, here's what you do. You call up the shade store and you say, "Can you fly someone to Paris?" Sonia Raquel needs shades. Okay? Yeah. So Emily's like, "This is why I came to Paris in the first place to pretend I'm here for fashion, but then trick people into buying drapes." <laughs> so she's like mom but it's fashion week we need to do it she goes how are you gonna do this in two weeks can you push the deadline a little bit a fashion week no mom it's fashion week <laughs> i'm the one who asked for it in the first place so now i'm gonna be like no we can't we can't do it on time no out of everything our first job in paris this isn't just an apartment it's Sonia Raquel, and this is their showroom. Your mom, by the way, never hire this designer. The mom goes, the biggest hurdle? How are you supposed to get him up there? <laughs> I know. How are you going to do that? <laughs> do they even have ladders in France? I don't think so. And I think that's an goes, American thing. You don't think that you and I could do it on our own? She goes, I can't drill. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. That's it. You know what? The line is drawn. Okay. The line is drawn because it's not drilled because I don't drill. Like, what, what am I? I told you I do love seats and credenzas. That's it. Okay. I didn't go to school for that. You drilling. Know, <laughs> drilling. What is this? And she's like, but mom, no does not exist in my vocabulary. No. There I said it. Okay. <laughs> they learned a new vocabulary word. Here's one thing I can drill. The word no into your head. (laughs) Listen, you have to move. You have to measure. You have to get hardware. You have to shop in Paris. You have to find someone with a ladder. You have to teach somebody how to open the ladder. (laughs) A person has to climb up the ladder. Where's the drill? Where's the drill? Do you know what the drill is? Did you leave the drill downstairs? Do you even have a drill? Do you have the drill bit? Do you have a license to hold a drill? Do you have... do you have a power source for the drill? Do you have a cell <laughs> phone outlets? for whoever you hire to call me so that I can say, I don't drill? Do you have, is your cell phone charged? Because if it's not charged, you can't make that phone call. <laughs> is there an outlet for the cell phone? And if there isn't an outlet, you have to put one in, which brings us back. Can you drill in an outlet in the wall? The lady who I bought blinds from was like, she gave me, well, one lady came over and she gave me this astronomical amount. And I was like, why is it so much? She goes, oh, well, you know, putting them up there. I use my son's company and my son is a hanger. When I said a hanger, like what he, like that's his job. Just he hangs things. I'm so proud of him. He started his own company hanging things. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, hey, do you hang TVs? He's like, yeah, $800. What? I was like, $800? He's like, well, I'm a hanger. I mean, you can call you can call anyone you want, but I'm a hanger. I'm I a got hanger. this degree at AFU. It costs less to hang humans. Uh, you know what I mean? It's true. <laughs> I'm sure those guys get paid, you know, minimum wage. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, just watch House of the Dragon. You'll see how sloppy. I know we've got too many House of the Dragon things. I'm like, wow, how much does a hanger make? <laughs> so uh, now there's 21 hours until the Chloe Collette show, and it's 9 p.m. And Victoria, she's like, I have a list of big list of things that need to be done by tomorrow, babe. And so I like looked at the list and was like, belt loops and skirt, belt loops and skirt, belt loops and shorts, belt loop on dress, belt loops on skirt again, pant hook, hem, more pant hook, belt loops. I was like, you're just doing belt. I mean, I'm not saying you're just doing belt loops, but I just 
I just everything's about. I need less list making and more working. Because did you notice her list? It's like perfectly. It was perfect with little squares. And she drew perfect little squares next to each thing. I'm like, you took the time to sit there and draw little squares. Get the fucking work, Victoria. That could have been three belt loops. Okay, (laughs) three belt loops. I was cracking up at that list. So she's like, well, I was hoping to have everything done like the day before the show, but like now we're sewing like the day of the show babies <laughs> and it's just like later i'm doing my bet hold on let me do victoria cam <sighs> i just want to make sure i'm doing what looks best and not because i'm tired and it's like 7 30 a.m and it's still shocking that people were saying my name on the other side of a wall and can it's hard so then it's six hours till, and she's like, honestly, I don't think we should do the buttonholes, babe. Babe, so just have to sew her into it, babe. So her mom's all excited. She's like, what are you going to wear to your fashion show? Mom. Okay, I won't ask. What shoes are you going to wear? Mom. You got a sweater? Just yeah. Do a sweater What sort of coat with the dress that you're going to do? Mom, I'm good. Okay, I don't need your styling questions right now. I'm under a lot of pressure. So please stay out of the line of fire. I love you so much. But and like, I'm so happy that you're here right now. But please let me do my thing right now, man. <laughs> she just keeps going and going. It's like, Mom, like you were walking around and I get it. Like you went to see Maris, but like I am a fashion show. And, like I have to keep doing my fashion show. Like, you're my mom, but like, shut up already. Like, I'm sick of hearing it. Like, mom, I think it's like really cool that you got that like Euro Disney sweatshirt. Please don't wear that today, by the way, mom. But like, I'm not gonna wear the Mickey Mouse ears. Like, congratulations, mom. They're two, they're two dick ears. (laughs) Two dick ears. (laughs) So, uh, the mom's like, fine. You know, she just walks away. (laughs) I know. She's okay. So then we go to the event space. It's two hours till, and Victoria's getting her makeup done. I'm like, I'm glad you got a stylist to put your cat eye. Eyeliner yeah, on. that's like literally all you're putting on. She's like, this is so hard. Literally, do not even have time to do my cat eyeliner. <laughs> I know. I'm like, ma'am, maybe you should have watched Kel on Earth because you would have seen that uh, Kelly Catrone. When it comes to fat, like when it's fucking fashion day, she's not putting on makeup. I mean, Kelly Catrone is basically just like move a, that, move she's that. like a what piece of granite, done? you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, her whole thing is like it's not about me, but Victoria's like in glam with her cat eyes again. Yeah. So, um, so Margot shows up and she's got like her supermarket flowers and she's walking. First, she meets Terry. She's like, "Oh, hi, you're the mom." Yes, I am. I certainly am the mom. And um, and then Joanne walks in also. And you know that Joanne waited to see her coming in so he could walk in at the exact. I mean, they walk yes. right in. You know, facing each other, walking towards each other, both with flowers. And Marco's like, oh my god, of course we arrive at the same time. And he has this, like, big-ass bouquet of flowers. And I have this, like, suck-ass bouquet. (laughs) Well, actually, it was supposed to be a larger bouquet. But, like, halfway through, I said, just give me those flowers. I don't want to wait for the whole thing to be It was, like, bigger, but I was on my way here, and it was, like, so heavy. I just put half the flowers down. (laughs) This just in, there was a three car pileup. <laughs> a Citroën swerved into a Peugeot trying to avoid a half bouquet in the middle of the Champs Elysees. Cabby says he thought he was about to hit a child flamenco dancer. 
<laughs> One eyewitness said, yeah, I saw it all happen under that big arch of penises. The lady then went off to the Chloe Collette show. And she said, wow, I've never seen, I've never spoken into a penis before. Thank you for interviewing me. <laughs> now, excuse me, I have to walk over one of these many penises that's strewn across the sin. So... The mom's like, oh my God, this is my first time out of the country. And she said, mama, I want you to be pampered. But I didn't didn't think she meant the whole time. (laughs) Look at this. (laughs) The person doing the hair is like, actually, I'm just a caterer, but I just cannot see your sad American hair. So I'm trying to fix it. (laughs) And how did she pamper you anyway? She's like, hi, mom. Get the fuck out. I'm not spending any time with you. Walk around alone. I know. So Yoan, um Yoan goes and hugs Marco and he goes, Hi and oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> I love his, his hi. hi. And, he, and so they're like say like, hi and then he goes, So we're both French <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, Actually, I'm French and American. I'm a mix and he goes Oh, okay. Okay. I was trying to help you, but you didn't insist on putting the American part in there. Okay. I love how he moves his shoulder, like, slowly towards you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Margo's like, yeah, well, Victoria has been telling me that Yoan's been dropping the ball at work, like a half bouquet. And, like, he's been late. He's been unprofessional. And he should just be happy that he has the opportunity to even grow from a confrontation because some people just get fired. So I heard. I never really had a job, so I don't, I've never really seen that happen. And she's like, you must be so proud of her. He goes, mm, I feel like we have not met yet. She goes, um, yeah, well, we've probably heard a lot about each other. I mean, I'm sure, right? And he goes, um, girl, girl, girl. And she goes, well, I heard only good stuff about you, except for one situation. And he goes, which one? Oh, you heard bad thing? What have you heard? (laughs) What do you think? I don't know. (laughs) That one thing you guys had. What thing? You know, that fight. What fight? What's it, what is the fight? What is this? What do you say what, fight? What? Comment dit on fight? What, what do I say? What uh, is it? How do you say fight? What is <laughs> it? And then it's like, what? What one thing? And then it cuts to Victoria being, don't you ever fucking bring up that shit again! <laughs> and like French fries on his head. And she goes, don't play dumb. And he goes, okay. <laughs> she's like is this guy being real because like i brought up the fight because i want him to know that victoria told me what he has done and i want him to know that i know and that victoria is my home girl and i will always have her god i'm exhausted like (laughs) so can someone make this sentence shorter and just call me when you're done could someone have victoria's back and just let me know and i'll just say (laughs) hey maria have her back and that way i'll say i did it so finally, he's like, oh, Victoria told you about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then, then Yuan just, like, swishes his head away, like, huh? Huh? <laughs> Victim of gossip. So then he's like, Marco's like, yeah, she was really upset with how she reacted. She felt bad. And he's like, well, we moved past it. And she's like, oh, you have moved past it? Just like you with any employment office, we have moved past it. <laughs> Well, and she's like, he, uh, she, Yuan's like, she told you different? She's like, no, she didn't tell me any differently. She's like, he goes, oh, okay. I'm like, 
Uh, Are you guys argue? You guys seem like you're trying to argue, but you can't quite get there. I know they're both trying to start. She keeps trying to start, and he won't engage. So she gives it up, and now he's trying to engage. He's like, "I'm gonna engage now." So she goes, "Okay, well, good." And he says, mm, "I feel like you uh, you have moved here, and then you have hijacked." And she's like, um, hijacked? He goes, yeah, hijack my friendship to her. You know, like, hijack. She's like, what What do you mean? That sounds like it takes a lot of work. Well, I mean, we used to be like that. And he crosses his fingers. And he's that. Like, but then we're like that. And he moves his fingers apart. But then you are here. And then we're like that. <laughs> and then... You two are like that. <laughs> it's like doing it's shadow doing puppets. This, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, is that a bunny shadow puppet <laughs> hopping in a forest? Margo's trying to follow both the fingers. Oh my god, this is so hard. The fingers are wide, then small, then wide again. Stop trying to hypnotize me. Listen, we're really close. I share friends, and she, he's like, I'm just telling you that you guys spent a lot of time together. And she's like, um, this might be a conversation you have to have with Victoria. And he goes, I don't think. <laughs> well, it's not bad for her to have a good friend. Of course, of course, like me. But you. Let me remind you, fingers wide, fingers close, <laughs> fingers, fingers wide, crossed. crossed. Fingers wide again. Fingers then going le- left, right, but and angles cross. look like little antenna. I like thumb up. Fingers pointing at each other and poking. You are thumb crossing and other fingers flying in air like butterfly. Here is the church. Here is the steeple. Look inside. There are the people. I know that one. <laughs> Shut up, Mom. Margo, not in the church, people. <laughs> oh, so um, she just stares him down and he's like, hmm. He just looks at her. He's like, hmm, and walks off. <laughs> well, I guess mostly American as opposed to French American. Mm. So then Victoria is like, so doing the project runway thing when it's like 60 seconds until the runway show. So she's like, my hands are shaking so bad, babe. I promise I won't poke you at all, model. Because she's sewing the model in. Yeah. She's like, I still have three pieces to sew the models in, too. Like, I need more time. I don't know what to do. And Jenny comes over to her while she's sewing the girl up. And she goes, is that blood <laughs> like the blood sweat and tears i've put into this she's like no is that the blood of which i'm the last of in my line <laughs> since i'm never having children because of this job she's like no it's makeup but it's not even her color <laughs> and that was the cliffhanger <laughs> this show i was cracking up emily's whole journey to like I should do some curtains to being like, I am designing every curtain in Paris. The curtain queen of the sun. (laughs) I've made it. (laughs) Oh, so funny. Thanks everyone for being here and for listening to this ridiculous recap. We'll be back uh, with some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tomorrow yeah Can't yes. wait. we sure will bye everybody bye watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like allison king ashley savoni she don't take no baloney she's not just a sheila she's a daniela itchels dana c 
Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no last namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. She's a good hobby, it's Lauren Hobgood. Nobody holds a candle to Jane. Amy Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>